First Corinthians chapter 15. Verse number 12. The Bible says, Now if Christ be preached that He rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your word. I thank you, Lord, that uh, you love us, Lord, and that you visit with us, God. I thank you for your presence, Lord, and I, I thank you, God, for the opportunity to preach your word. God, I ask, Lord, for your anointing this hour, God, and I ask, Lord, for your words and not our own. God, I pray that you'd help these people and give them the help that they need, Lord. I, I can't provide it, but God, I know that you have all things, Lord. And Lord, it's nothing, Lord, to you to be able to help us here tonight, God. And I pray, Lord, through the preaching of your word that you'd help each, each one, Lord. God, uh, I, I pray, God, if there's one that uh, may be listening that doesn't know you as their Lord and Savior, God, I pray that you'd save that soul, God. And I, I, know, I know, Lord, that you're in control of all things, Lord. And we're looking, Lord, for your help here tonight. We thank you. God, we praise you and we appreciate you. In the name of Jesus, we ask these things. Amen. I'd like to preach this evening on the title, Vain Christianity. Vain Christianity. And I, I thought I looked up, uh, I looked up that word uh, vain there, and, and the definition was empty or useless, resulting in nothing, without effect, no purpose. And Paul starts off here in, in verse number 14. He said, If Christ be not risen... Then is our preaching vain. And I, I thought there are many many places, I, I have no doubt, where vain preaching is going on uh, this this very day. In the last couple of days, I thought as we drove up and uh, up the road there this morning, we, we were driving and I, I thought the, the multiple churches that we passed. And, and I uh, we, we, you see a Jehovah's Witness church over here and you'd see an Advent, and, and I'm not, but we see you pass many churches. And I thought about the vain preaching that's going on. And I, I, I thought... Uh, but the Bible is called for preachers, and God's way is through preachers. He said that he it pleased God in First Corinthians chapter one twenty one. It pleased God that through the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. The Bible said in verse number one here, First Corinthians fifteen. Paul said, "Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you." Verse number two. He said, "If you keep in memory that what I preached unto you." Verse number, uh, verse number 11, he said, So we preach and so ye believe. Verse number 12, he said, If Christ be preached that He rose from the dead. And again in verse 14, he said, If our preaching be in vain. God has always called preachers. He's always called a man to preach His Word. He called Noah. The Bible said that Noah was a preacher of righteousness. The Bible said in Matthew chapter 3 that John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness. Jesus, when He entered into the temple on that, uh, on the, uh, into the synagogue on the Sabbath, the Bible said that He stood up and He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me and He's anointed me to preach the gospel. He's anointed me to uh, preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives. I'm thankful that God has always called a preacher. God's always had a, a preacher, but there's many a useless preaching going on out there today. And I, I thought, uh, what should our preaching be? What should our preaching consist of? And Paul said here in verse number 1, he said, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you. Say, well, what is the gospel? Glad you asked. Verse number 3 says, I de de delivered unto you, first of all, that which I received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. Verse 4 says He was buried, and He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Verse number 6, it said He was seen of above 500 brethren 
at once, of whom the greater part remain. But the gospel is Jesus Christ. And I thought any preaching that is based is not based on the gospel of Jesus Christ is vain, useless, wasting your time preaching. If we can come and we can talk about a lot of things, we can come and we can hear a lot of get get uh, be a better you, do do better for yourself. Your problem is within you. We can hear all that junk, but it's just junk. The problem is that we're sinners in need of a savior. He didn't come to call the righteous to repentance. He came to call sinners. And until we get to the place where we realize we're sinners in need of a holy God's uh, hand of mercy, I couldn't get to where he was at, but he came to where I was at. That through believing in Him, I can get to where He's at today. Preaching. God has always called a preacher. The Bible said that Paul, they came in, in, verse, in Acts eleven twenty. they came to Antioch speaking to the Grecians, preaching the Lord Jesus. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, 5, we preach not ourselves, but Jesus Christ the Lord. He said in 1 Corinthians 9, 16, Woe unto me, if I preach not the gospel. What do we preach? We preach the gospel. We preach Jesus Christ, Him crucified, resurrected, and coming back again. He's alive and well today. He's not in the grave. The, 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 the Buddhists look to, to one that's in the grave. Muhammad, they, they look to those, the, uh, the, the, the Muslims look to Muhammad in the grave. But Jesus Christ is alive. He's sitting on the right hand of the Father today, making intercession. He said we have an advocate when we sin. Jesus Christ the righteous. He's sitting on the right hand of God tonight making intercession for us. Preaching the gospel. We need to, we need to have sound doctrine. We need to, our doctrine needs to be based from Genesis 1 in the beginning to Revelation. Amen. We need to base our gospel out of what the Word of God says and not what, what, what man says. We can find a preacher that's going to say what we want to hear if we search on Google long enough. But we need to hear what the Word of God's got to say. We need to get in this book. Uh, the, the Bible says that uh, the time's going to come where the people is going to heap to themselves. Teachers having itching ears, desiring to get your ears scratched. They, they desire to hear what, what makes you feel good. And I, I thought there's a, a lot of false prophets in the world today. And I, I'm not just talking about on TV. I'm talking about in churches right around here. When, when a, pre, a preacher spends more time talking about how to put money in your pocket or how to put money in his pocket that's a false prophet he the bible says in second uh, peter i believe chapter two talks they come through covetousness and they make merchandise of you they don't have no desire for you but they come to destroy you when a preacher spends more time talking about i ain't saying i'm not talking about tithing and giving to the lord but when he talks about sowing a seed unto him and you're going to read you're that, that's a false prophet that's a false doctrine I thought when a, when a man will sit and say, he, and he says, you're not, again, as we said there a little bit, about being a, a better you, when a man talks about uh, feeding your flesh and your problem is, is within you and you need to take care of you and you need to do this and this, we, we need to get us out of the way. It ain't about making us better and, and looking and making being happier with the person in the mirror. When we, we'll, if we'll get ourselves aside and commit our ways unto the Lord, He's going to direct our path and He's going to put that peace in that we can't get. We can, we can do all the things, we can dress it up, but we can't make, we can't put the things inside that only the Lord can do. Vain preaching, there's a lot of useless preaching going on. But they compromise. I thought, I thought vain preachers, they always compromise the Word. They might not, they might not take it but, uh, and, and, and do this or that with it, but they take it and they just try to contort it, just like Satan did in the garden. He, tried, he said, did God really say that you can't eat of every... He, 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 and he tried to contort the Word of God. And 
That's what many are doing today. They're saying, well, God is a God of love, and God is God of love. We read that in 1 John. But God is, our God is a consuming fire. We read in Hebrews. He's a God of judgment. The Bible says that there's, there's coming a day where he's go, every man is going to give an account for the things he's done in this body, whether they be good or whether they be bad. You and I is going to stand in judgment, and we better take it serious. It ain't about if mommy and daddy's watching. It ain't about if Pastor Rob's watching, but the Lord is watching. We better take it serious. Vain preaching. I, the Bible says, if Christ be not risen, then there's our preaching in vain. If we, if we preach anything outside of a crucified Christ, we're preaching a vain religion. I'm thankful, though, that my, 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 my faith in Jesus Christ didn't end on the cross. And, and, the, and I, I, I believe as Paul said in maybe Galatians, he said, if, uh, he said that if we glory in anything, we need to glory in the cross where Jesus saved us. But I'm thankful that my salvation didn't end on... It was the blood shed on the cross. He said the life of the flesh is in the blood. I got eternal life through the blood that Jesus shed. But it had Jesus not got up three days later, I would be dead in my sins tonight. But because Jesus resurrected... But the Bible says there in, the, in, in, in verse number 23 that Christ, the first fruits, He become the first fruits. That means that there's going to be second fruits and third fruits and fourth fruits because He got up out of the grave, because He had power to take up life. He said, no man takes my life from me, but I have the power to lay it down. I have the power to take it up again. And when I accepted Jesus Christ... The Holy Ghost moved on in in the inside and He gave me the same power when this body goes down to the grave. I ain't going to stay there. I ain't going to lay there. But I'm going to come up. I'm going to rise up. I've got a body prepared like and unto Christ because the Holy Ghost, because of what Christ did. Because He got up, I can get up. And you can get up. That's encouraging to me. That's a hope. He said, in, in, this, in this life only, we have hope in Christ. We're all men most miserable. I, I, this chapter, we could just preach forever out of this chapter. I, I, these, the, I just read it, read it and read it a, a few different times there uh, through the day, and I, I thought these, these scriptures just keep popping to my mind as we're, as we're, as we're preaching. But it, it's, uh, the Word of God is alive. It's quick. It's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Divides asunder. Uh, it's a discerner of the thoughts, intents of the heart. But vain preaching, we got vain preaching, but I thought there's a lot of vain faith. He said, he said, if our preaching be in vain, and your faith is also in vain. I thought a lot of people may have vain faith tonight. And say, what is vain faith? What is useless faith? Any kind of faith that is not based, again, on Jesus Christ and Him alone. If I put faith in Lindsay, if I put faith in my children, and I don't put faith in the Lord, it is in vain. It's useless. If I put faith in the things in this world, I put faith in the federal government who's telling me i got to go get a vaccine today. I, if I put my faith in the things and the people of this world, they're going to let me down. They're going to fall. But if I put my faith in Jesus Christ, He's never let me down. He's never forsaken me. He's not going to forsake me because He can't turn on His Word. His Word says He'd never leave me and He'd never forsake me. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I thought a lot of times we get weak in faith and we get, we get down. And I, I heard about D.L. Moody. He said that uh, his faith was, 
He said he was kept praying to God and asking God to give him more faith. And he kept praying to God and asking God to give him more faith. And he said all along he noticed he was denying his reading time. And he said he got alone with God and started reading. And his faith started to increase. His faith started to build up. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We need to get in this book. When we're down, when we're depressed, when we're struggling with different things of this life, we're struggling with the fears of this world, it's normal. It's not a thing. It's not shameful to be struggling with the cares of this life. That's not a shame. But when we're down, we need to be finding ourselves in this book. Hey, when we're up, we need to be finding ourselves in this book. We need to be in the Word of God. It's the only thing that's going to increase our faith. But it comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. We say, well, I'm just going to live it. I'm going to live it in front of my co-workers. I'm going to live it in front of my neighbors. I'm going to show them how Jesus is in my life. And that's good. But the Bible didn't say that faith comes by seeing and seeing the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. If we don't proclaim it, if we don't preach it, the Bible says that it, it, he, come, he came through preaching. That word is a, it's the word that we use for evangelism, which means to declare the good news. Preaching the good news. If we don't speak it, they don't hear it. They're not opening up the Word of God. We've got to speak it. You say, well, I'll, li- I'll, I'll, I'll live it, and my life is a living epistle, and I know the Word talks about that, and I believe that. But, but we're to speak it. <laughs> we need to speak it. I need to speak it. You need to speak it. Vain faith. The Bible says we, we don't walk by sight. We, we, we walk by faith and not by sight. If we're walking by the things and according to the things we see, that's a vain faith. It's useless. If, I, if, I, if I, every, everything, if my, the, the things of my life are built on, on how I see and how my eyes perceive things, it's vain. It's useless. I'm wasting my time. And I'll be depressed. I'll be down. Because when I get my eyes on this world, I get down. When I get, get my eyes on all the things going on, I, when I... Uh, I, I I hate to even mention it, but, but Brother brother Booney, I, I thought, I, I, I'm down with that. I, I da- but when I get my eyes and I think about where he's at today and right now in this very second, I get up. It helps to know where you're going and it helps to know. It helps the confidence that we have and we can have that hope and trust and know where we're going to go when we lay our head down. He said, Paul said in, in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, my Bible's sticking together. It must be spitting too much. <laughs> he said. <laughs> he said in verse number ten. He said, "His grace, which he bestowed upon me, was not in vain." When <laughs> the Bible says that in Ephesians chapter two, for by grace are you saved through faith. It's the gift of God, not of yourselves, lest any man should boast. It's not of works. It's not of me, and it's not of you. Man's greatest sin, man, when man says I did, that's 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 man and that's works. But God's already done. <laughs> that's that's faith and that's salvation. When we say God done this in my life, that's faith and that's 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 the grace of God that, that looked down on me and my sin and forgive me. I didn't have access to the grace of God, but I when I placed my faith in in Jesus Christ, His grace was bestowed upon me, and His grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. Uh, uh, the Bible says, though, our, "Though if Christ be not risen, then is our, our preaching in vain, and your faith is also vain." Many, many today, I, I believe, uh, I, I believe, if we ain't careful, we'll, we'll, we'll start focusing and, and on things of the world, and we'll, we'll start. To, then, when those things of the world 
fall, our faith falls. And then we're out of church. Or we're running with this crowd, or we're, we're doing this. But where was our faith to begin with? Was it in Union Valley Gospel Tabernacle? Was it in Pastor Rob? Was it in my family? Was my faith in Christ? Because He's never let me down. We could we could get in a, me and brother Jeff Barry could get in an argument on the parking lot tonight and and and, and I I'm not I'm just, but just as an, an illustration we could I don't think you could ever get an argument out of Jeff Barry but uh, if, me and brother Willow's got raised eyebrows I don't know <laughs> but, but but me and brother Jeff could get in an argument and I could say well I ain't going to that place no more I ain't I ain't going down there just a bunch of hypocrites this and that but was my faith in brother Jeff Barry or was my faith in Jesus Christ. Where was my faith placed? Where's your faith placed tonight? We can look at people and people's going to let us down. I can look if I build my wife up, she's going to let me down and I and I love her and I know she wouldn't do it on purpose. I know but but if you look to we look to each other, we're going to let each other down. But if we look to the Lord, we're always going to be going up. We can get up and grow up. He says to grow up in in this thing. We can grow up together in this thing if we look to the Lord. Vain. I'm I'm soon to soon to finish. The Bible says in verse number 58 Therefore, my beloved brethren, beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I, I believe that we can have vain labor and vain work. I, I thought the Bible says uh, when, when uh, John was writing in the church of Ephesus in Revelation 2, he said, I know thy works and thy labor, thy patience, and that how thou canst bear them which are evil. Thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and, is not, and are not, and hast found them liars. And has borne and had patience for my name's sake, has labored and has not fainted. They did all the works, they did all the labor, they had all these things. But he said this word, a big word, nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. And I, I thought we can do all the things and we can do all the work. We can do we can do what we know is the right thing to do. But if we've left our first love, if we've left Jesus Christ, if we've left him by the by the byway as we went out to do these things, it's all in vain. It's useless. We can come here. We can do the right thing. We can stand up and sing, Oh, how I love Jesus. But if our, my mind is not on Jesus, if my mind ain't on praising the Lord, if my mind's out here on the... Uh, whether it's a frosty or windy, I don't care what it is, but if my mind's on any other thing, and I'm in here, then I, it's useless. Say, well, I'm doing the right thing. The right words is coming out. I can get down to pray, and I, I believe... I, I, I think if we get to the place where our prayers, if our prayers... Only, Lord, would you do this for me? Would you help me with this? Would you do this? But if our prayers get to only the place where they're only requests and they're never thanksgiving, how about when we help somebody and we just we help somebody so somebody else will notice? <laughs> or we say maybe maybe doing the right thing but doing it in the wrong way. You ever you ever said the right words but said it in the wrong tone? You ain't you ain't married. I know that. You can say I love you, but there's different ways of saying I love you. And they know whether you mean it or not. <laughs> but the way that we say things. I can tell you, but how do I show you? He said, uh, he said in 1 John chapter 4, he said, let us, let us love not in word, 
and in tongue. That means the, the words that we say and how that we say them. We can say them eloquently. If I can even say it eloquently. We can say them, but let us love in deed and in truth. In deed and in truth. Vain works. How is our work for the Lord? I believe that I believe that the Bible says that we're going to give an account. We're going to get we're going to give an account for everything that we we did in this body, whether it be good or whether it be bad. The Bible says in in First Corinthians chapter number three that every every man's work shall be made manifest. The Bible said in Matthew sixteen that he shall reward every man according to his works. In in Psalm sixty two he said he renders to every man according to his works. God who without respect of persons in First Peter one seventeen judgeth according to every man's work. We can do the right things, but we need to do the right things for the right reasons. We need to do the right things regardless of who's watching. We need to do the right things because it's... And that sounds about like that last message I preached in here. But we need to do the right things because, it, because it's the right thing to do. 